welcome to the Dadcast. This week we talk about long flights, book ironing and family games. You are listening to the Perky and Man Dadcast. Hello and welcome to another Dadcast. Richard, how are you? And um, most importantly, did you remember Mother's Day? Yes, I remembered and so did the girls and uh, we had a good day, a chilled out day, just, you know, hanging out with family. What about yourself? Good, good. But what I remembered very last minute, because there's so much focus on the mother of your children that I kind of forgot until very last minute that it's Mother's Day to my mum as well. <laughs> yes, it is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I've yeah. got a mother. I've got a mother. Oh God! Okay, yeah. So, um, yeah. So, just uh, remembered in the nick of time about that one. Yeah, and it has obviously it has been hijacked because it was Mothering Sunday, which was when you went back to your mother church. Is that what it's about? Yeah, it's not anything to do with mothers. So, what you do is you go back to your your church that I guess the church that you started off in, and I'm talking about years ago, which is your mother church. So, yeah, actually, nothing to do with mothers. At all. So there was Father's Day about, was that called Fathering Sunday? <laughs> when you go no, back to com- the first place, no, that's, fathers? No, that's, no. Just, that's just commercialism. That's just making money. <laughs> I think Clinton Cards came out with that one. I, actually, <laughs> I genuinely think that. No, I think they did. Did I they? I think Clinton Cards came out. Yeah, I really do. I mean, yet again, if I could, you know, Wikipedia straight away, Google it, but I'm sure they did. Yeah, it was just to sort of regress the balance and think, well, we can make money twice a year. And obviously Mother's Day is, is making money. But yeah, I remember my nan, her saying right at the end of her life about Mothering Sunday ah, okay. and saying, no, it's Mothering Sunday. It shouldn't be Mother's Day. You shouldn't call it Mother's Day. So, I like how your nan fuck. sort of mentioned that quite later on in life. She allowed herself to enjoy Mother's Day for all these years. <laughs> yeah. And only at the end yeah. where you didn't need to buy me anything for the last 40 years. <laughs> <laughs> oh, speaking of uh, mothers... Has Sophie heard the chat about knits yet? And has she come back with any corrections about how you dealt with the girls' knits? (laughs) No, she's not listened to it yet, actually. She hasn't. No, I know, I know. She's probably sort of saving that up. No. We'll tease it it out then, because I know loads of people listening this week to find (laughs) out the truth about knit care. So we're going to tease them a bit (laughs) longer. Yeah, they have to keep listening to the Dadcast for a few more weeks. Hello. You are listening to the Perky and Man Dadcast. So, happy April Fool's Day. Hey! Hey! So today, I've been a fool. Have you? (laughs) Yeah, this morning. Absolutely an April Fool. I did something classic that you kind of only, they're only ever in a sort of a bad sitcom or possibly a good sitcom or in the Beano. I want to work this out. So what, to do with to do with being a dad or just to do with a family or to do with the girls? Well, or it's, to be honest, just to, you know, to do with being a, a bit of a silly person. But actually it was directly related to something that I did for the girls yesterday. We talked last week about Georgia being chased away by Daleks. And yes. She's got into a sort of a real Doctor Who thing, which is really interesting because she doesn't even particularly like Doctor Who, but now she's, oh, I want to watch Doctor Who. But they've got this little Wendy house and we were giving it a spring clean and putting some new lights in it and everything. And then I said, Georgia, it's a bit like your TARDIS. And she was like, oh, yes, it is. It was just a passing comment. And she was like, oh, yeah, I want this and I want that in it. And just started to say about TARDIS and thought, oh, what have I done? She said, I want some (laughs) controls. So, oh, so a bit of a blue Peter project going searching in the recycling for bits of cardboard, bottle tops and everything. And I made this board, which was uh, I called uh, Georgia's TARDIS console. So nice. Then, but then Phoebe said, I want one as well. I was like, really? She said, I want one. Got a bit upset that I'd made one for Georgia. I was like, oh, 
Uh, anyway, so I made one for Phoebe as well. They've both got, they're a bit different than Phoebe's. is called Phoebe's Moon Memories, which is quite nice. So I've got these little moon memories. Nice. But, yeah. Anyway, I've got this glitter glue, which I put on, and I put on the inside of a pot. Um, and this morning, it had peeled off. So we've got this lovely swirly pattern of glue, glitter glue that had come away. And Phoebe was like, oh, it's come away. You know, can you fix it? So I thought, well, the only thing I can do is to glue the glue back on. Which is a little bit, you know, I don't know if you've ever glued glue. This is just ridiculous. Does it melt? This is ridiculous. No, no. What happened is I, I glued this glitter glue back on with super glue. And my April Fool's is I stuck my fingers together. <laughs> she stuck them together. And I had a minute, about a minute of panic of I can't get. And I got the glue. I got glue in one hand and I got the other thing, which was, you know, starting to set on my other hand and then two fingers. It was quite funny. But then I thought, hang on, I can't get this off. I can't get this off. I can't get this off. And eventually pulled it off. And anyway, I've got lots of glue on me. But um, yeah. Oh, and it doesn't so come off for a long time, does it? No, 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 not at all. So, so if I'm going to made... have to moisturise. If you've made a TARDIS <laughs> consult, have you put a custard cream dispenser in it? Because that's what they have in the TARDIS <laughs> at the moment. That's what you need. Do they? Yeah, they've Do got they? a custard cream dispenser. <laughs> what? That's yeah. a bit like the, it's a bit like the bagpuss, where they, the, the machine that makes the digestives. It only ever made one because as soon as they ate it, then it made no more. Yeah. What was happening is they would just take, the digestive was rolling down and they used to put it back in again. So they used oh. to have this, they thought they were making loads and loads of biscuits, but they were only ever putting the same one around again. And then someone <laughs> ate it and that was it, over. Yeah. But oh. hang on, a custard cream dispenser. Yeah. It's sort of in one of the first episodes. It just sort of, there's this thing and then a custard cream pops out of it and she's like, oh yeah, custard cream dispenser. It just, it's something that everyone should aspire to. I, I would not I mind. I think so. I think you should put I one in. I guess that's what you can do though with the TARDIS. Anything can be there. Yeah. Because it's, I guess, you know, you just change things around and, well, yeah, I mean, if you can go through time and space, then you <laughs> might as well. Custard cream dispenser is not really that difficult, is it? <laughs> oh, it seems like you guys have been having lots and lots of fun doing that. Whereas for the past couple of weeks with us, we're suffering from teething still. Oh, it's rubbish, isn't it? Oh, it's so man. rubbish, teething. The thing is, Emily has teethed on and off for a while now. She, you know, she had her first teeth, I don't know, about a year ago or something. But it, but she has, in the last few weeks, she has got all the, like, all the rest have just come. All the rest, including the <laughs> biggest molars I've ever oh. seen. When you look in, it's like, no wonder she's in agony with the amount of just tooth that comes through. Yeah. And the problem with teething and why teething is the devil's work is that... When you've got through the night of her being up and not wanting to sleep and just just being so restless and you get down the next morning, generally with us at the moment at about, you know, five o'clock or quarter to five. And you, yeah. and you just kind of prizing your eyes open thinking, yeah, I can just about manage to cope with another day. Then she has the most almighty teething poo. And oh, there's something about teething. It, it's like the like the icing on the horrible cake. It's just, do you know what I mean? It's like is teething not enough that you then have to go? Yep. And here's the last little, like a custard cream dispenser. It's just like teething poo. I can't remember teething poo. Oh, well, I think that's part of it. In the same way that mothers forget about the pain of childbirth, I think dads forget about the teething poo. It's just the oh. biggest, messiest, <laughs> grainiest, 
Oh. You know, that and, and also the fact that you end up giving them cowpole for the teething, that even doubles the kind of, oh, it's dreadful. It's just Was it so like toothpaste? Is it like cheap toothpaste? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh. So that's what we've been dealing with. And and so because yeah. of that, because of the kind of not sleeping, because she stays awake later in the night and wakes up really early in the morning, when I'd said two weeks ago that I'd fought off my first cold ever since having the kids, two weeks later, I'm kind of about to have a cold again. It's, ah! oh, it's just rubbish. Absolute yeah. rubbish. Grim. It's just, it's just yeah. yeah, yeah, not good. Yeah. Not good. But the good news about her doing her teething now, hopefully, hopefully it'll all be done in the next couple of days, is that we've got a long flight coming up and that would be hellish if she was teething on that long flight. Yeah. Um, but what I want to know... See, I've got, I've got a bit of advice to give to people, but also my advice only goes halfway and I want the people listening to give the other bit of the advice in as much as... We went away on a long flight two years ago, and so we've got a couple of things that we did to kind of keep Tilly entertained when she was 18 months old. But because we've got this another long flight, which is even longer, we kind of have some ideas of how to keep Emily, who's now 18 months old, entertained, and also what to do with Tilly. But I'm sure people listening have got their own little hacks and techniques and things. And then yourself as well. So, like, when we went away 18 months ago, we got Tilly a bag of animals so they're all kind of contained in this thing so she could draw it out in this little play mat with you know those there was this toy called a buckle toy busy which is like a little smiley face with loads of clips on and she spent yeah. the whole flight well lots of the flight unclipping them and then clipping them back together again there's about eight different clips and she's clip unclip clip clip which was brilliant and then of course some yeah. headphones so she could listen to you know she could put on the ipad and watch beer yeah, and yeah. night garden and stuff so we've we've got those kind of things for the 18 months old for Emily and then we've got a few other things as well we've got some triangular crayons that don't roll did you know they have those yes yes oh yeah I have seen them yeah yeah we got them once yeah very good that's very good we've got some books that we know they're both gonna love and we're gonna wrap those up and then give them to them at certain points on the flight when we need to and then obviously we're gonna just like load up the iPad with all sorts of stuff just to keep them entertained but have you got anything else that you have done in the past that you've kind of gone that's a good way of keeping someone entertained on a long journey long flight yeah, well, I guess one thing is if you can get, as a say, as the dad, if you can get your seat at the opposite end of the plane <laughs> to your children's, I think then you're blissfully unaware of anything. Well, do you know uh, what? I mean, I've actually managed to because of <laughs> circumstances. I've actually got my flight a whole week before theirs, which uh, is yeah, very course. handy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> of course. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That, well, well done. Well done. There Thanks. you go. Um, managed to wangle that one. <laughs> Hi. <laughs> yeah, I think it's the sort of slow drip feed of things, as, you, as you've sort of alluded to. You know, rather than have a sort of a bag and go, there you go, there's everything. Comics is always a good one. Uh, with stickers, 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 stickers and stickers, and stickers. Yeah. loads of stickers. I know one flight, I can remember one flight a few years ago with Phoebe just drip feeding stickers and, you know, having a sticker book and then and then having a, a couple of new books as you're doing. I guess the thing is, it's new. So, new stuff, yeah. It, it, yeah, even though, like maybe like, you, you know, your girls, I mean, my girls have got so many pads and pe- pencils and things like that, but they use them. But I think if you're going away, 
certainly on a flight, is to get something new. It doesn't need to be big, doesn't need to be flashy, but just it's the idea of they're opening new pencils because they're always going to use them. Yes. Um, and yeah, I suppose for the first few years, we didn't take an iPad or anything with us because I don't know why. But the last couple of years on my iPad, we've loaded up films and sort of BBC stuff and, uh, and it's worked really well. But I think now that they both want to watch, they've got to sort of do it independently so they can't be watching the same thing. But ah. Phoebe's, got a, Phoebe's got a Kindle, which she uses. So I think we can sort of now, we can do that. But I, equally, I still don't want them to be on the flight for sort of two and a half hours with their headphones on, just looking at a screen. Yeah, as, I know. As, it's that kind as, of catch me too of as, kind of using yeah, it when as, you need to use it. Yeah, and as, and as good as that is, I quite like the idea that, you know, we're having a chat as well. Because, I mean, I'm not very good at sort of reading on planes. I'm as much, you know, I take a book with me and, or a magazine and I might read a bit, but not that much just doesn't happen so i don't mind sort of sitting there chatting um uh, it's just that fact of when you know in the past w- when they've just got a bit fidgety like i think that sort of changes with age and certainly both of them now i mean georgia might be prone to a bit of moaning when we go away this year but i don't think she'll be i think she can be amused it's just that thing of keep changing things around. Yeah. Things, okay. You know. So, so just just new things, and they say drip feeding yeah. throughout the time. We there's one thing actually we do need to remember to bring, and you can get it for probably about fifty p. But splitter headphones because oh Tilly, yeah definitely because Tilly's old enough to have a seat, but Emily isn't. But that means that they could probably both squeeze on the same seat and watch something on the iPad. If we're going to do an iPad I, thing, they I, can I, watch I, something I, together. And if that splitter yeah. headphones, it makes it so much easier. And lots of snacks as well, I think. Oh, you know, yeah. just lots of snacks because, I don't know, it's that boredom thing and food. I and mean, we all do it, don't we? But, we, you know, lots of healthy snacks just because they just want stuff, don't they? We just made the mistake things. last time we went away with, uh, with Silly that we, we went to the States and we thought there wasn't going to be meals on the flight. We were told there wasn't going to be a meal on the flight. And then actually when we got there, there was a meal on the flight. And so we'd bought stuff from the Pret in the airport. And so when we got to immigration in the States, you go past all these signs saying, are you bringing this in and are you bringing that in? It's like, no, of course not, of course not, of course not. And then suddenly this dog came up and started sniffing our bag. <laughs> and then it was oh, what a cute little dog. And then this lady came over and said, uh, oh, what, what, what's that you got? What's, what's, uh, what's in the bag? Oh, it's just some sandwiches. Has it got any, um, any bacon? And we're like, yeah, yeah, does a dog like bacon? No, the dog's trained to sniff out bacon, which is not allowed to be brought into the States. <laughs> oh, oh, right. Sorry. Sorry. So Does then we got a big, like, like so we got a stamp on our, or not a stamp, but like a, a, a card put in our passport. So then we had to have all the rest of our luggage scanned and checked oh. because we bought something that is illegal to bring into the States. And we're like, oh, does the cute doggy like bacon? No, it's trained. <laughs> talking nappies, talking crap. The Perky and Man Dadcast. Perky, have you ever ironed a book? Have I ever ironed a book? Yeah. Of all the things that I thought you might ask me on today's Dadcast, I did not think you would say, have I ever <laughs> ironed a book? I can, I don't even need to think about it. No, I've never ironed a book. No. So have uh, you? No, I haven't. Great. Uh, book, okay, so, so the next topic is uh... <laughs> yeah, but uh, Sophie has. Hey, Sophie have you ever a... juggled sausages, Richard? No, <laughs> no, I haven't. Have you? No, no, no. I've never owned a book either. <laughs> Tell me about this book. So okay, so we, we've got, a, a, and you'll get this obviously when you when Tilly goes to school. But with uh, reading book, so Phoebe's reading book, and essentially what you do is every time she reads, you make a comment in it. Okay. Um, and I've got to admit, my comments are quite, they're usually the same things, you know, good reading, well read. Phoebe enjoyed reading this. 
Because she reads, she loves reading. She reads, you know, she's a prolific reader and she just enjoys it. It's not a difficult thing. So occasionally she'll come to a word which she doesn't understand and then you write that down. But that's what you do. You just write it. And then after so many reads, they get sort of certificates to say they've read so much at home. I'd say for, for Phoebe, it's quite an easy process. I think Georgia will probably be totally different. It's funny because I, uh, I was at the university the other day. They do a lot of teacher training there. And I heard a couple of ladies who I assume are training to be teachers by what they were saying. And one of them had got a girl there that I think she was going to go and take to school. It's quite early in the morning. And she was sitting there reading her book. The lady was like, right, come on, you're not reading that properly. You're being silly. I'm going to write in your book that you were being silly when reading. <laughs> and I thought, God, what? that's awful, isn't it? You know, poor girl is just, she's just, she's five or four. Yeah. That's what you do at that age. You be silly. And in fact, surely, you know, learning through being silly and putting on funny voices. And that's what you do. That's it. And obviously this lady, her mum, I'm assuming it was her mum, who's training to be a teacher. I thought, my God, someone's going to get her as a teacher. Don't be silly. Don't be silly. I'm going to re- write it in your book. You know, no, be silly. That's not be good. silly. I know. And I was thinking, God, she's like, everything you do, I'm going to write in your book. And I was thinking, God, I just write well read. Yeah. Maybe I'm just a bad parent. But I was thinking, come on. You know, half the time Phoebe is silly, but that's what gets her to read. Anyway. It's tricky, isn't it? Because is this... sometimes you, you, sometimes as a parent, you end up finding yourself telling off, telling off, telling off. And it's so difficult trying to find the way to encourage and distract rather than, I don't know, especially with two kids. But, I always feel like we always uh, tell, we've spoken about this before, but always telling the older kid off, always yeah, telling oh, her off. God, yeah, Definitely. I think sometimes it's not until you listen to or hear someone else's parenting that you then can go, you can possibly A, see the flaws in yours and B, think, well, yeah, maybe I should sort of readdress that. But I certainly, I certainly don't do that. I mean, that was just, a, I just felt that a bit mean. So anyway, this book goes back and forward to school every day and the teacher's writing it and we writing it. But what's happened a few times is that Phoebe's drink has, has leaked and we've got through most of the year so far without <laughs> it getting wet. It came back last week absolutely soaked. It was just soaked. <laughs> and Soph was really sort of, you know, a bit annoyed and upset. And I thought, yeah, because we, we could have got through it. Anyway, we tried drying it on the radiator. And in the end, uh, we resorted to ironing a book. <laughs> <laughs> ironing a book. What have we got to in our lives oh, that wow. we're ironing a book? So, you know... What, page just, by page? It, like, every page? I don't know. I, I wasn't standing over her, but I just did sort of go, Soph, what are you doing? She said, well, I'm ironing the book. I sort of walked away. That's, you know, I I can't go there. And actually, you know, hats off to her for doing it. But I mean, it's come out beautifully. It really is. It's great. But, but, you know, that's where we've got to. So anyone out there ironed the book, we'd we'd like to know. uh, Or maybe we don't need to know, to be honest. (laughs) The Perky and Man Dadcast. Holding your hand and getting you to push through the first few years of fatherhood. Last Dadcast, we mentioned games that only you play in your family that are not known to anyone else. Yes, like you and Georgia playing the TARDIS Dalek the t- shooting yeah. game. Yeah, so these are not, it's not that they have to be amazing games. It's just something that is not necessarily, you know, recognised. Um, so we've got quite a, a good one that I think Phoebe came up with and it's called uh, Whilst You Are Not Looking. Nice, <laughs> nice. Yeah, <laughs> it's essentially you say, whilst you're not looking, I ate a biscuit. And then we just have to, we have to say it's true or false. And then whoever gets it is the next person to say whilst you're not looking. And if two people get it, then you have to choose. I love the it. Person, you know. So, I mean, it could be, you know, you can, you can see how as adults it could, be, it could get very, very rude. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but it's just such a good game because, you know, you can do something very, very silly or you can really be cryptic. I love it. So what kind of things then? What other things do you do? 
could be whilst you're not looking, I, you know, ate my dinner. Whilst you're not looking, I watched a, a DVD, the first Harry Potter. And you go, um, yeah, that's true. And she went, no, no, I watched the second Harry Potter. <laughs> <laughs> so you get like, you go, oh, okay, very good. I love it. It works for absolutely any level. And that's all it is. And in the end, all it is, you just got to be truthful. But what Georgia has started doing is on purpose fibbing. And then sort of going, ah, oh, I'm only joking. So whilst you're not looking, I went to the shops. <laughs> We're yeah. like, really? She's like, yeah. So I think that that's a really good one. Whilst you're not looking, I think that's a game that you should now go play with your family and anyone else listening, go and play it. It's fun. And I think the point is it's, it's come from a child. That's the thing. That's I love the thing. it. I love it. The Georgia game. I want to go and play the Georgia game. That's what the I'm going Georgia to call it. Game. In fact, I'm going to go and play the Georgia game with my kids right now, Richard. So I think it's time fantastic. to wrap up today's dad guest. Yes, please do. It's fantastic. Listen, Perky, as always, it's been really great chatting to you. As always, I seem to have a lot of things that I've not got through, but that's part of the beauty of it. We'll be back in a couple of weeks and we'll talk lots more. Plus, we've got a bit of a special coming up in the next uh, few weeks on uh, books. Yeah. Sort of the Perky Man Book Club, which is uh, a working title, I think. Yeah. <laughs> Not that original, but a working title. The books okay, that so we more particularly that. enjoy reading to our kids and maybe one or two moments in books that we dislike. There's one well, there's one thing that really grinds my gears, but you can find out all about that on the Dadcast <laughs> Book Club. I, we were thinking, what could we call this? And it could be, instead of the Richard and Judy Book Club, the Richard and Perky Book Club. I think that kind of works. <laughs> that would work. I know, but it, we, we, yes, yes, it would do. But we, I suppose Richard and Perky, is something we've never sort of gone under no. the, the name you know per- Perky Man is just you know obviously obviously it's, it, it's, it's global it's worldwide sure in fact sure, we should sure. probably trademark Perky Man because you know we, we've got to watch it there'll be some other kids coming up going well we're Perky Man <laughs> we go no 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 we are the original and only Perky Man <laughs> and on that note I think it is really time for us to go so we'll see you in a couple of weeks and Richard I will speak to you in a couple of weeks as well for an Easter special Subscribe to the Perky and Man Dadcast on iTunes and get more of this sort of informed discussion whenever they get round to recording the next one. Get in contact by emailing dadcastuk at gmail.com, by tweeting at dadcastuk, or by visiting facebook.com forward slash dadcastuk. 